Alrighty. Welcome, 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 ladies, gentlemen, and all the rest of you who deserve coal because you're just terrible people. I am Sean Hood alongside Mr. Dave Taylor. Hello. And this is FM99 of the Fox's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. They tried to start another one. We beat those guys up. They're gone. They lost a loser T Leaves Town match before they even got started. Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat ESPR for short, if you like abbreviations. If you don't, that's Express. still what it is, so deal with it. We are their first and only WWE wrestling podcast, and we cover lots of stuff wrestling-related, mostly WWE stuff. We do dive outside of that every once in a while. We promise somebody will do a Wrestle Kingdom episode coming up here soon, and we will do that, so that's coming. Don't worry. Yep. Uh, but yeah, WWE wrestling, that's our shtick, and today we are going to be talking a little bit about what happened this week in wrestling as far as a big announcement that was made and what ramifications that might have. <laughs> well, the main crux of this is going to be we're going to be reviewing uh, TLC, the WWE pay-per-view from last week. So we got lots to dive into this week, but first we got to take care of all the particulars, like how you can get in touch with us. Lots of ways to do that. Uh, ESPR at FM99.com, Facebook at ESPR99, uh, Twitter at ESPR99, and what did I say? Facebook.com slash ESPR99. Mm-hmm. I said that one. Mm-hmm. I made sure I was right. And uh, so you can find us on all of those. Make sure you do because we like interacting with you guys and it's always fun. And send us emails. We want to hear your topics, your thoughts, your comments, your concerns at e- it's ESPR at FM99.com. Uh, lots of ways you can also listen to the show. If you are listening to this now, then you've figured that out. But I'm going to tell you the other ways just in case. ESPR is on our FM99.com and 1069thefox.com pages. All you got to do is go there, click on media right under there. ESPR links you right to our most recent SoundCloud episode where you can find all of our previous podcasts. You can also find us on most of your major podcast apps. Just go ahead and search ESPR, maybe throw in WWE. That'll help you out a little bit. And if you listen, no matter where you listen to us, but especially if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps us move up the rankings, gets us in front of more eyes, allows us to do more stuff. So without further ado, it is time to get into this week's episode. And we start all of that off with the news. Yeah. So, yeah, news this week. Uh, and we're going to mix it up a little bit. In the news, we're also going to throw out the big announcement they had on Monday Night Raw. We'll get to that in a minute. Let's cover some <laughs> of the smaller stuff per first here. Um, I don't know. Stop it. Uh, some of the smaller stuff per first. Uh, apparently, WWE felt the, up- no, the need to update us on WWE uh, superstar Jason Jordan's status. Because everybody's been wondering where he is. Um, he's working as a producer behind the scenes for WWE as he continues to rehab a long-term injury. I, I wasn't aware it was anything that serious, but hopefully he's okay. Well, we knew he had like neck issues, but yeah, but I didn't but, know it was yeah, me out this line. He did yeah. produce a segment on, on Raw on Monday, and I forget what the segment women's it was. gauntlet. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, he and Tyson Kidd did the women's gauntlet, which people, you know, a lot of people really enjoyed, especially down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, the women got a full hour on Raw, the final hour of Raw. Yeah. Now I want to say that that's a big deal. I also want to say that WWE did that on purpose because that's where most people have been tuning out. So they kind of thought to themselves, well, nobody's really watching at that time anyway, so let's do it there. I don't I don't think it's for that reason. I, I think it's more of like, which we'll, I know we'll get into, is the, oh, we're, we're doing things we've never done before. And, and now, right. you know, felt a little bit forced, but I get why they. Yeah, you know, no, I get know, it. Yeah. I get it. So, uh, okay, some other news from this week. Um, you were talking to me about uh, the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. Yes. Apparently there's a WWE tie there. Yeah, according to uh, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer News. Well, I, I got to mention that. Uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, uh, apparently they turned down, like, million-dollar offer from the WWE. Well, we know it was at least a million because yeah, allegedly, allegedly according to Dave Meltzer, 
it was a seven-figure contract that they turned yeah, down. Yeah, main event money that, uh, you know, I guess Cody said, I guess, a couple weeks ago in Australia that he turned down a big money off from the WWE, so that's what it was. I can't – I mean, I'm not surprised, especially at Cody. I'm not surprised at Cody because he's got a sour taste in his mouth right now yeah. with the WWE. That's not going away overnight, and he's seeing great success on the independents. Why would he go back right now? Yeah, and, and I think – and when we talk about Raw for a second, I, I think – I, I can see. I can give you a reason why, and I think well, when we talk about the changes, as I do that in quotations that nobody can see right now, um, yeah, it works well on a why, 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 why you wouldn't sign that deal? Yeah, um, you know, on the Young Bucks, same story. I mean, tag teams have been for a long time have not been a huge focus of the WWE, yeah, particularly your smaller guys. Yeah. So, yeah, look at Raw. Yeah. I, I can't really, I, I can't blame them for not wanting to sign either. Um, I think all three of them could be amazing additions to NXT, but. And the Young Bucks would be great on there. And Cody would be great on there. But I, I'm just going to say this, take it for what it's worth or not. I get this vibe from Cody that he thinks he's above that, that he thinks he's better than that, and he thinks he deserves better things. And I'm not saying that he doesn't, but I also feel like there's guys that were on the independents that were doing great who went to WWE and ended up in NXT, and they're doing some awesome work there, and they're some of the hottest acts around. Now, I, I will say this. Cody, tremendous wrestler, and the Young Bucks, uh, outside of the super kicks, are great. Um, yeah, outside of that. Do they the, do anything else? You know, <laughs> the one thing in NXT, I mean, one, it's a smaller crowd. It's a different kind of audience. It's a smaller crowd until they're doing the exact same arenas that the WWE yes. main roster well, is yeah. doing. Well, that works out for them. And then they're them. in front of 20 or 30,000 people. Well, for a pay-per-view, yeah, but they could, yeah, yeah. you know, as, that, a, as a regular entity, that's not that wouldn't happen. No, no, no. Well, well, I, I see. I don't know. Depending on the booking and and the names and the you yeah, know, I mean, exposure. Obviously, WWE's exposure helps with that. But I mean, you couldn't have paid that many people to show up to a, a, a rebranded ECW pay-per-view. No, wow, you know, no, not that time. No, no, because no, it, it wasn't anything like this product they have right now. No, Absolutely. and that's the thing is, I mean, this product is really good. I mean, they're filling these arenas on their own merit. Yeah, you know, they, on a much smaller show, one hour program a week, they're filling these arenas with a much more passionate fan base than we're getting usually the very next night at a WWE main roster. Yeah, and that's what I'm gonna say is like they have that. So if Cody is on the main roster of the or the Young Bucks. I don't think that reaction is quite the same like when he's at an independent show because that's a completely different audience. When you got the casual fans, like, oh, WWE's coming, we'll go see the show, and I don't know who these guys are. I'm not going to react. Well, I think sorry, I think part of it is people aren't excited about WWE's main roster right now, so why get jazzed about it and get yeah, excited? Yeah, there's only a handful of guys that people care about. In the and even those like, people well, you don't care too much because <laughs> nothing really all that exciting is happening with them. So what are you going to do? Um, so yeah, I can't, can't say I'm terribly surprised they turned down, uh, money there. That's not a huge shock. Uh, Tama Tonga, New Japan, uh, said that he, he's kind of teasing that Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are going to come back to, to New Japan after their contract is up with, uh, WWE this year. That's think was that September? Um. Of 2019? Might be. Yeah, you know, I, that's a team I forget, other when I see them in the occasional match. We it's, did see him on SmackDown, finally, yeah, with yeah. a little more, bit more of a purpose. Yeah, at this point. yeah. Um, so that's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear about that. We can jump right to the big news, I guess, because everything's kind of revolving around that. Yeah. Um, Raw opened with the McMahon family coming out and uh, Triple H as well um, yeah. to kind of a, say out loud, hey, we've heard your complaints. We've seen the ratings dropping. We've, I mean, everything has been pointing in this direction. We are clearly not, we haven't been listening to you. But we are going to start listening to you, and we're going to start turning, you know, turning things around, doing some different stuff, yada, yada, yada. Now, some people criticize them because the Monday Night Raw they had was still more of the same. I'm almost feeling like this was just my opinion. I didn't think it was bad. 
Raw. I thought Raw was okay. Yeah. It wasn't great. It was okay. Um, but it almost, to me, felt like, okay, well, we've got to kind of, let's finish out the crap we had going. I mean, like the Baron Corbin thing, and like, let's let's finish some of this. Let's kind of get the get this stuff off the table, and then we can start fresh in the new year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, That's kind of the vibe I was getting from them. But they're taping, um, you know, they, they tape next week's episode right after, and then they're taping, you know, New Year's Eve. It's a, They're taping you know. holiday episodes. I'm never all that shocked Yeah, that. but but here it's like, oh, we're going to do all this. Oh, but, you know. I think then the we have timing of the announcement was bad. The timing was terrible. But see, the thing is this. Again, they're timing it so they're not going to, you're not going to make that announcement in a pre-taped episode because then it's just going to get out that you made that announcement. Yeah. Um, And then... So they have to make it before that, but they're also not going to tell you, you know, we're going to start making changes next year in the next January 1st, 2nd. Like, that's when you can expect some changes because then you're going to be like, oh, I'll just tune out for two weeks then. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So I get it. I just think the timing of the announcement was bad. They probably should have waited until the 2nd or 1st or whatever. But the catch there being that at that point, they wanted to address the fact that people were unhappy with, with the product. Right then, they wanted to address yeah. it and make it known that they were listening to you. Yeah. So I just think it was poor timing on the and, and I can, you know, I mean, they did the right thing with the whole Baron Corbin thing, you know, at TLC and on Raw. Um, but how many times do you hear, oh, this is the new, you know, new era or whatever the hell they're calling it? Uh, you know, this is your era, what you wanted. Or, you I, isn't that what it is? It's something like that. Um, but I mean, that's going to be their slogan. I mean, that, there's yeah. always a slogan for all this stuff. It's going to happen no matter what. So it's, it's maybe we can get people power back. With John Laurinaitis. Give me, hey, give me hey, 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 Byron, Borden, Corbin. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get a guy that just sounds like he's got laryngitis all the time talking when he's trying to cut promos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so in any event, a uh, big announcement from them. Raw, again, was a little bit more the same, but it was okay. Um, it, I didn't I didn't hate everything. The last hour of Raw was all women. Yeah. It was the, the, the gauntlet. And I thought the gauntlet was good. There were some parts of it I felt like went a little longer than I needed. Well, we we found out um, Jason Jordan, who, and Tyson who's, Kidd. Who, who, yeah, uh, um, you know Jordan, who's been hurt and doing that, and Tyson Kidd, who's obviously he's retired. basically retired. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that match together and it was good. For it the was most good. Part, you know, it was like a, it was like fifty two minutes or something like yeah, that of yeah. women's action, and it was good stuff. And I mean, a lot of the women who hadn't got to look good in a long time got to shine. Mickey James got to look good. Bailey yeah. got to look good. Uh, Sasha looked good. Here's the thing when when they talk about the change or whatever the hell they're going to do. Yeah. Okay. They have this is the most talented roster they've had you know in the last oh, couple of years. Or so no, no, this is the most talented roster they've had ever. They have more talented people, like amazingly talented people, under their roster right now than they have ever had at one time in history. Here's the problem. Okay. Here's why the young bucks and Cody didn't sign because despite all the talent they have. They book crappy stuff. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And, and, We've and, been saying that for months. And, and this, this is what's killing it right now. There's some good stuff, a little whatever, you know, with, with the woman, with Becky and Rhonda and Charlotte. It's like the one thing people look forward to, which is odd because that's the only thing that they have. You know, the right. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose thing, flat because they made Dean, you know, all, you know they put all their eggs it's in the Roman for race. a lot of reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's, and again, it's the overall booking of this stuff that isn't working. Yeah. Um, you know, you know uh, Braun Strowman, a monster. Make him look like an idiot at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's funny because he, he's with a kid. I didn't think he looked like an idiot. It was a feel good. It was, that was a very, like, I mean, it was a it was, it was was a gimmick, not a match. Yeah. Like, it was just meant to be a crowd-pleasing thing. The crowd reacted. It was fun. I get it. And he got a featured spot at Mania. That, uh, okay. that That's still fine. Yeah. That part didn't bother me too much. It was we lead. It was after that, you know what I mean. That he started to, they started to really go overboard with 
making him campy, yeah. making it. You know what I mean? The guy's best is a badass babyface. Yeah, he's, he's actually he's actually best as a badass heel. That's how he came to prominence. But yeah, and then people, people liked him, him, so just let him be a badass in general, and people will cheer for him. That's kind of the thing is you don't have to be a goody two shoes. I mean, Austin taught us that. Just be a badass. Yeah. People are going to cheer for you. And when he became a heel, he wasn't the same that he was before because no. that would get him cheered. Yeah. So they were trying to go the opposite direction of that, and it didn't work. And then he had to shift back to face all of a sudden. And luckily, he seems to be rehabbing that image some. We'll see. I mean, he hasn't. People have people have been hot for him. So I mean, I can't say that they're not they're not accepting of him again. Um, he just hasn't had a chance to really match wise sink his teeth into anything yet since that face turn because he got injured. Yeah. And so he's kind of been half building at this time. He, he needs to beat Brock at the Rumble. Or otherwise it just it's just a Roman yeah, situation he, where it's like, okay, you know what? He needs to beat Brock at the Rumble for a lot of reasons. One, we don't need Brock anymore. No. We just I think that's something you should take away from this. Like that's something they should have realized in their announcement as well is we get it. You want your champion to be here. You know what I mean? You want you want this to to mean something again, and I, we get that. The Brock thing worked for a while. That time has come and gone. Yeah, Braun needs to win at the Rumble. Give Braun the win at the Rumble. I am begging you. So it has to happen. Um, I mean, like, okay, Bobby Lashley. It was great in Impact. TNA comes in his flat. second run. His yeah, second, second run, run in Impact. He was really good. Yeah, but like, here, but here, he was just like, you know, all the stuff that made him, and you're like. Really? Mm-hmm. Now he just poses, you know. Um, Not great. And I can't think of an NXT call up. Uh, maybe the Iconics a little bit, but then they've kind of like vanished Peters, again. Yeah. Um, that had a good year from this year. Um, a- AOP, no. Uh, well, I'd say McIntyre had a good year. He's doing all right. Yeah, but he came up last year. Didn't he come up last year? Or was it this year? No, it was this year. It was this year. Yeah. Okay, so he he's the only one. Yeah. No, I agree with you. It's definitely not. It's definitely not a huge group of them that's having a great year. Yeah, yeah. All, um, all these people they bring up and, um, you know, okay, so so Drew is the one. Um, yeah, that's the only one I can think of right now, too. And that's why I dread some of these other guys coming up because yeah. I feel like there's no, there's nothing good waiting for them. Like, it's so funny. Dream keeps pushing so hard to get called up, which I do think it was a – that was part of their announcement was like six yeah. NXT call-ups. Velveteen Dream, a glaring omission from that yeah. because he absolutely is main roster ready. That being said – I don't know why he's in such a hurry because showing up right now is probably the worst idea. Now, maybe he thinks that, okay, they're putting this re- the rebranded focus on it and everything like that. This is the time for the dream to debut. Yeah. You know? And also, flip side of this, this could all be a work with the dream. Everybody's acting like it's a guaranteed real life, like it's a shoot. Yeah. This could very well be a work. And he's just going to show up on Raw at one point and talk about how he's been ignored and you know blah 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 go back to the respect thing that the dream is not getting you know what i mean it could absolutely all be a work yeah but he was it was interesting that he wasn't a part of the call-ups yeah because i was surprised lacey evans i was surprised considering i don't uh, think she's ready yeah i think she's been rehabbed a bit to the point like they've kind of got her doing a better job down there she's she's becoming a good heel yeah but i don't think she's ready um People who are ready, but again, until I've until you've proven to me that the story, the booking is going to be better. I don't want to see them move up. Are you know the undisputed era? I mean, they've been main roster ready forever. Yeah, you know Roderick Strong, a part of that as well. Um, Johnny Gargano, Tom uh, Tomasa Ciampa, Alistair Black. These guys are all yeah, ready. Yeah, Ricochet, Ricochet. The only reason I'd leave him there a little longer is because he's finally coming into his stride as a promo, 
and I'd let him get into that groove before yeah. I finally bring him up. You yeah. know, uh, he, like I'm not worried about the dude's in ring stuff at all. But I would, I would, I would absolutely leave him a little longer so he can get a little more comfortable with his promo. And, and then there was like, uh, like Sanity came up this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, Nick, now Nick, and Nick, again, he's up. SmackDown seemed to put a rebranded focus on some of this. And again, did, on Raw yeah. as well. Raw got a little bit of a rebranded focus on on um, the revival. Yeah, which is nice because I mean. Those guys deserve to be. How frustrating that but I mean, oh and, they, and, and they've been hurt, too. They had several injuries helps, and but. whatnot that hurt stuff, but, I mean, they've been treated like jokes the whole time they've been up yeah. there. Um, I like how they even brought up there was no more stupid Lucha House Party rules or mm. whatever, and it was like, good, I'm glad you acknowledged that, that was an idiotic idea, because it was. Um, then uh, on SmackDown, you had some really good stuff as far as Daniel Bryan is just killing it again. Yep. They seem to be taking the 205 Live guys really serious over there. Yeah. Which kind of, I mean, to me, if SmackDown's going to be the wrestler-wrestler show, then that makes yeah, sense. It, it always has been. Yeah, it, that makes sense to me that that would be the case. Um, Sanity got a little bit of a, of a re, re-debut, I guess I'll call it, on SmackDown because they, they've been gone for a while. They showed back up really vicious looking, yeah. and uh, they've inserted themselves in the tag team scene. With Nikki Cross coming up, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, I'm more hopeful for SmackDown because SmackDown seemed to have started some of the changes right away. Um, yeah, because this is the time where Becky Lynch, where, where they the, they've apparently listened to the crowd and have mm-hmm. made her, you know, the star. Becky is it? Becky's the star. Yeah, Becky is the star yeah. of the show. Yeah, but everybody else get in line because 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 here here names throughout the years I'm going to throw out you because might as well just do the SmackDown or Raw thing, which we I think we're just kind of ran through right here, and then we can yeah. do the. Um, okay, so throughout the years, um, okay, well we mentioned Braun Strowman. Yeah. You know, it was big, and then they kind of, you know, did everything. Uh, Rusev Day was big for all. Him and Aiden English, they could have just left those together, but because they had different plans or whatever, you know, they sucked out Rusev's momentum. I mean, obviously, he, you know, he's got a big title match next week. Wink, wink uh, on SmackDown. They I, they absolutely should have gone with with the Rusev-Aiden thing. They yeah. could have left him together. But yeah. they also could have gone with a better – I mean, the feud could have been so much better. <sighs> all they have yeah. to do is Aiden goes from the goofy comedy sidekick thing – to a vicious, um, almost stalking like heel, you know what I yeah. mean? And I mean, he needs to come across as vicious. Don't make him a goof, because that's how. Who cares at that point? So he could have been a vicious heel who turned on Rusev and was really brutal. And Rusev could have got some momentum from overcoming this guy. But no, we made him a goof. It was all walked through in a week or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it meant nothing. And then Rusev's had nothing to do since then. Yep. It's been it's been nonsense. Like I, I know they market the kids or whatever, but you know, but but the kids are a little bit smarter than they, today than they were when I was watching this stuff. Yeah, I, I think they can get it. It doesn't have to be childlike stuff. Uh, but him, okay. Uh, we'll go back a little bit. Uh, Daniel Bryan, and just a long time it took for them, you know, to be embraced because it's like, oh, you're a B player. You know, we're just telling you you're not good. And then the whole, you know, was CM Punk quitting at the right time, which mm-hmm. is another person who had all the momentum sucked away from him. Yeah, with the match against Triple H and whatever else, and it's like, what the hell are you doing? And then uh, I didn't think the match with Triple H was sucking the momentum out of him. I think he—I mean, first of all, he gave up before it happened. I mean, he had momentum yeah. at the time in that summer and whatnot. And yeah, yeah, he lost and everything, but he absolutely could have got the momentum back. He could have—he could have absolutely gotten the momentum back. But he threw a tantrum because he didn't like his what he was getting. As far as you're still getting. One of the featured matches at WrestleMania, and I think it was going to be against Triple H. Well, it year. was, yeah, but I'm talking prior to that. When no, he, I know, when he, I know. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking yeah. about. But, I mean, the dude was still hot yeah. and whatnot, and they were going with a different hand at that point. And, yes, I understand his frustration, but at the same time, he threw a tantrum. Dude, you're wrestling Triple H at WrestleMania, okay? You are in a featured spot on the card. 
That's your that's that's where they're gonna put you. You know Triple H's match is going to get a crap load of focus. Yeah. And if you're wrestling Triple H, they clearly see you as a as a a certain tier. You yeah. know? But you threw a fit because it wasn't the main event. Dude, come on. Come on. Yeah. You know, it's I understand I understand the frustration. Had he written out his contract and then elected not to resign, that would have been one thing. But that being said, there was injuries involved. There's all sorts of stuff he was dealing with at the time. Yep. The dude got frustrated. He left. Whatever. I'm not yeah. going to begrudge the dude. He seems to be doing very well with his life right now. He and his wife seem to be having a very good life. Yeah. And if that and they're happy, you know what? At the end of the day, that's the most important thing. Yeah. You know? All right. Uh, other names. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. And, and not quite, but he was kind of more comedy, but he had momentum was Damian... Uh, Sandow, yeah, uh, you know the whole missed out thing it was great, and he becomes a face, and then it's like, well, now we're done. We don't know what the hell to do with you, and you have all that momentum. Just well, and this away. is part of the problem sometimes. I think with the dangers of if you're a comedy act, if you're a comedy act, and especially with the fans getting behind you, but for certain reasons, yeah, you know, it's like the fans loved Mizdow. They thought he was funny. They thought he was hilarious. Then what? They were they, the fans weren't clamoring to see his matches like I mean outside of the gimmick you know what I mean the goofing like mimicking Miz and whatnot they weren't clamoring to see his matches after the split with the Miz they weren't clamoring to see anything from him other than the shtick we all knew that's not real that's not real as far as like people caring about your but, character but they didn't give it like an opportunity I mean he had the matches against but what the was Miz there to lost. latch on to I mean, and that's the thing. He was a comedy act that took off. And if these guys don't have an idea for your for you personally, yeah, you know, and if well. they don't have anything for you, then that's the reason they weren't pushing you. You know what I mean? And now the fans latch on to you, and they they love the comedy act. And okay, we'll push the comedy act. There's nothing after that. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like sir, like Austin has said a million times that when you find that opportunity, you not them, you have to take the opportunity and run with it. Yeah, you need to find a way to get the crowd to get on your side. And to make them care. I mean, these are things he's talked about at length on numerous occasions because he yeah. was given crap to work with a lot of times too. You know, yeah. uh, an- another name, uh, not one I know you liked is Alex Riley, but he had everything with the Miz. He had everything on the side, and then it was now. Yeah, I know some issues backstage, which I think like, he did killed that momentum. So, well, my thing with Alex Riley was he was never, he was never great. He he was again another guy nobody was clamoring to see matches from. He you know. had no character outside of being Mrs. Lackey. And then again, the feud. With, I feel like feuding with the Miz is the worst <laughs> thing that can happen for you. Um, he feuded with the Miz, and people wanted to see him get, get. And this is the thing people wanted to see him beat the Miz, but that's because the Miz was so good at being hated. Yeah. Not because we gave a crap about Alex Riley. Like, that's the catch. We cared more about seeing the Miz get beating, getting beat up than we did about seeing Alex Riley get revenge and overcome. Yeah, I mean, it was a great heel. Speaking of the Miz. The Miz is a great heel. Yes. Uh, the whole Daniel Bryan. Well, let's go to the Daniel Bryan and Big cast because sometimes they push, like, guys like that. Because I kind of forgot, like, you know, Daniel Bryan comes back and all his momentum is sucked away. Oh, they blew that big time. Yeah, because they oh, blew you're, you're going to fight Big cast. Which, and I mean, that could have been good if Cass, you know, was not terrible. That could have been oh, yeah. good, was but bad. cast was not great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The best gone they and... managed to accomplish was okay, you know. Yeah. And I get that a little bit because I think that I mean, again, I don't think Cass was ready for that kind of spot, no, at all. Um, and I think Daniel, having just come back, a he might have been a little tentative about some things, and b I don't know if you're big cast, right? I don't know you want to be the guy who accidentally kicks the most popular baby face in the company in the head and re-concusses him yeah. and gives him, you know what I mean, and, and puts him out again and possibly ends his career all over again after this big moment. 
So there may have been some trepidation on Cass's part, too, while working with him. Could have been. And I think that all may have led to subpar stuff. Yeah. yeah and yeah. again, the storyline wasn't great. It was all no. the shrimpy guy and blah, yeah, blah, blah, I'm blah, the blah, tall blah. guy. You're the short yeah. guy. Like, I mean, I understand these are basic feuds and whatnot, but it's like I said before, you, you got to give us something real to latch onto. Like, yeah. As much as I think this stuff's soap opera corniness, at least in... You know, the Attitude Era, it was usually over something like somebody's belief system or like if you're Val Venus, they slept with his wife, they yeah. slept with the guy's wife yeah. or something like that. Or it was, I mean, you know, I mean, there were personal issues yeah. that were real that people could get behind. That dude slept with his wife. You yeah. know what I mean? This dude, you know, and it's a joke about the South Park thing about like everybody's, you know, that that was that's wrestling. It's yeah. all these drama things. But to a degree, yes. And they've got to find things that we can all relate to. And yes, while people can relate to being picked on about their size and whatnot, it's not something that most of us get enraged about. You know? Yeah. It's not something, I mean, true persecution, true harassment, that's another story. You can make that into something. But, I mean, being like, hey, shrimpy. I, yeah. yeah. The best you're going to get out of me is a middle finger and you move on. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? yeah. When, he, when he brings out life. this the short guy and, you know, it's like, oh, it's Daniel Bryan. It's just like, okay. Not to mention we've done that a million yeah, times. Yeah. You know, the, go the, back to the, Shawn Michaels with the midget with that's supposed to be Bret Hart. Yeah, that, that one's still funny, though. It is still funny, but, I mean, <laughs> and sometimes it works. Sometimes so, it works. Sometimes it does, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there were guys, but even people that we liked, like don't always like AJ Styles, champion for a year, but like always felt like you know, kind of like not like held down, like him and Shinsuke could have had you know. But, but that might I thought be, they did good. See, I, this is where you the last were man, different. The last man standing match was great. I thought that their matches got better as they went. Yeah, and I think that I think that that was a matter of. I, and this is me. I think that some of these guys are being pulled from NXT too quickly. Because they're wrestling the NXT style, which is still a very independent style. Yeah. It's, in, it's independent mixed with WWE, but then they're getting to the main roster, and it's like they're not being allowed to do that. It's like, no, now you have to adapt to the WWE style. So we're not getting the same level of matches we were from you in NXT because you're not really allowed to do a lot of the same things. So I don't feel like Shinsuke was ready to come up because he hadn't learned how to do that WWE style. Yeah. Yet. Then there's conversely some guys who do the WWE style, and that makes them not all that exciting because it's all they do. Um, Bobby Roode. And another guy who I think came up way too early because the glorious shtick was the only thing he had. Yeah. There was nothing beyond that to make us care or care about him or hate him, you know? And I mean, why is he still not a heel? Why is he still not a heel? Well, eventually at some point, him and uh, his partner are going to split up and fight because, you know, because that's has, what we do. It has to be because Rude's a bad guy. It yeah. has to be. Yeah. yeah I yeah. swear to God, if they split this team up and Gable's the bad guy, I quit. No, this is so dumb. No, Gable, Gable should be a good guy. You know, dude's talented. Jordan you know, needs to come back. What, ha- what should happen is Rude should turn on him, yeah. and that when Jordan's ready to return, and then they reform American Alpha. Yeah, and hopefully people will care. They were a better team. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I think people would be way happier about Jordan and a tag team yeah, with, yeah. with Gable than they would about him being a yeah, single superstar. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we could go drone on about this all day. Yeah, uh, and uh, Andrea Almas, uh, Cien Almas. Uh, yeah, he hasn't done anything. No, really I mean, he was in the main event. The thing is, is like, this is where he started on NXT, so I yeah. don't know how to take it. Because in NXT, he was just the guy who went yeah. out there to make you look good, but you lost. He always lost. So, and then eventually, all of a sudden, he was champion. It just yeah. literally came out of nowhere. So, I don't know that we're not going to get a similar thing from him, where at some yeah. point he'll just all of a sudden be in the main main spot and take the ball and run with it. And see, like, there's examples of that working. Like, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. Jinder Mahal, you put the ball in his hands, and the dude drops it all over. Dude, he dropped it in another field, another stadium. <laughs> he like The dude dropped it so much. But you get guys like Almas, who on NXT picked up the ball and ran with yeah. him, and Drew McIntyre got hurt, and the dude was amazing when he was on. And, and I'm fine with him trying out certain guys. Like, like, I, I know you had a problem with Jinder. I, I, I 
didn't to some extent. You know, there's some times or some of his matches where, yeah, you know, the AJ Styles matches were great. You know, there's times like because yeah, of AJ, uh, yeah, because AJ, yeah. You know, but some of these guys too, it could be just, you know, and it's like, oh crap, I'm I'm, I'm wrestling a real wrestler, and then they, you know, they learn, and now he's, you know, yeah, well, all right. Well, look, we've droned on long enough about this. Yeah, we have. Because now it's time to. We got to take a quick break, and then we're going to drone on about TLC, which actually, to be perfectly honest, maybe maybe relatively quick and painless. I think so. So we'll get into that coming up next. Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please, keep the fan fiction to yourselves. You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. And we're back. Don't ask me where that came from. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I don't, don't ask me. I, I just... <sighs> I get nothing. It's almost the holidays. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, I'm barely here. Um, <laughs> it One is. Foot out the door. That's right. It is like senior spring, baby. Uh, it is time for us to do uh, our review of TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. 12 matches. 12 matches. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not going to talk about all these at length. No, I don't think. I think um, some of them are going to blow no through. There's no reason to. There's some we can blow right through, like yep. the first match. Oh, Buddy Murphy defeating Cedric Alexander. Good match. Open the show. Yeah, I mean it was well, it was good. It was a really good match. I'm just, you know, Buddy Murphy, right guy won. Yeah. Cedric's great, but, but, but Muddy, Muddy, Buddy. <laughs> oh my God, Buddy is on fire right now. As far yeah. as being at the top of that division, the dude is. He was called the best kept secret in NXT, and, and now he's yeah, no yeah. longer yeah. Dude's so, amazing. Dude's amazing. If you're gonna watch the pre-show, watch that one and skip this one. Elias defeating Bobby Lashley in the ladder match with a guitar above the ladder. So whoever got the guitar won the match, which is not how they said it. No. Leading up to it, they said you could use the guitar. They yeah. didn't say that you would win the match. Yeah. So I expected them to be able to use it and then still have, you know, you'd have to get to a pinfall, which, again, very stupid to me. Yeah. But because I just get a chair off underneath the ring and beat you with that and say, I don't even need a Yeah, I don't need a guitar. Yeah. So in any event, um, yeah, Elias gets the guitar and it just. And, and Bobby ends up hitting him with it. So it's it. Yeah. yeah. Elias wins the match, but not the war. Okay. Uh, in the Mixed Match Challenge Finals, which kicked off the show, which I get why they did it, because they could still go Facebook Live, and then you could draw people into the show. Fabulous Truth defeating uh, Mahalisha by submission. Okay. Well, good. And, and they're going to the, uh, hey, where are you going on your trip? Headquarters. So, Which I'm sure they're going to tape that bit probably in the next week or so, because they got their show at Madison Square Garden coming up. Both of them. I want you to understand this. Both of them are the number 30. In the Royal Rumble. Which means either one or two dance breaks, or our truth is going to come out in the women's Rumble. And yeah, we got an email break. about that. We'll talk about that. Don't spoil it, Dave. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> in any event, so yeah, I, that match was nothing to write home about. It, it, it's a shame because I think Carmella, Carmella is talented when she's allowed to wrestle. Not I, like like hugely talented, but she's definitely, I think, better when she can wrestle as opposed to being a comedy act. I'm not sure I agree, but uh, either way, I'm with you, and I wasn't. Ex- you know, um, about you it. know, but um, because this is for a number thirty spot in the Royal Rumble, and it was all a, a gimmick to do a dance. Yeah, match. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, the triple threat match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship: The Bar defeating the New Day and the Usos. And I felt like if this could be a triple threat match, they should have had all three teams in at one time. I didn't like the fact that you had to like tag out because it felt kind of awkward because the Usos were not in the match for like the first like six minutes at least. Yeah. Um. The match is good, but it never really got going again because yeah. I think of that awkward situation where the, the chemistry near really never got to develop. Yeah, yeah, I did point. like the ending because it did come out of nowhere a little yeah. bit, which I kind of like that in, in in those matches. And yeah. and it's you know and, and the bar one, which is setting up for some stuff we've seen on SmackDown. Uh, in a match that was 
more gimmick than a match of Braun Strowman defeating Baron Corbin. And I, I was like fine this. with this yeah. because Braun can't wrestle anyway. Yeah. They had they if they were gonna go this route and they're determined to do Braun and Brock Lesnar again, I mean, first of all, they had to get Baron Corbin out of the role. Yeah. I mean, you had to know he wasn't gonna if, if they're uh, granted the announcement didn't come till the next night. Yeah. But I mean, with that announcement, clearly they're not gonna keep that guy in charge. When Seth Rollins came out the week before and blamed everything on Baron, yeah. which was a it was a kayfabe reason to blame things or a person to blame things on. But, I mean, once you do that, he can't stay in charge of the show. So, Braun comes out, and, you know, he, he's like, oh, it's a no-DQ match, which means nothing can happen if somebody comes out and decides to help me. People came out and helped him. You know, it was, was, a extend, it was an extended beatdown of yeah. Mayor Corbin. It was fine. Um, yeah, there's guys that came out. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot Apollo Crews. And, I and forgot Apollo <laughs> Crews had a job. It you was, know, uh, I was like, oh, that's Chad Gable and yeah, and Bobby you know, Roode and yeah, you know, and Finn Balor. Which and, and the part that killed me though is they they shouldn't have been out there, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, because um, Corey Graves said it best. He was like, "Why are they out here?" He yeah. gave them a shot at the tag team title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how did he ma- how did he screw them over? He didn't. Like, it doesn't make any sense for them to, for them to be out there. It must have been like the week before when like one of them got beat down and they had to run out and I guess, know, maybe match. I guess, but I yeah, but know. like yeah, they got a title match like. Yeah, I don't see why you guys have a huge beef with him. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but again, the crowd was receptive to it. Live crowd loved it. Braun yeah, gets did. the win. That's, you know, there you go. Yeah. Um, in an interesting turn of events in, in this match, uh, Natalia John Cena uh, defeated Ruby Riot uh, by also putting Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan uh, through tables as well. I thought Liv Morgan might have been legitimately hurt. Yeah, that was a hell of a point. bump. That was a hell of a bump. She flew really yeah, far and hard. Yeah, that, that was, I mean, you want to talk about like a holy crap moment. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, the way they set that up and stuff. Um, you know, wow. and I, I know most of us still don't love the idea they were using Neidhart for the feud. I don't, yeah. I don't love it. I don't love it, but, you know, I'm not as bothered by it as some other people. Yeah. You know? Because what's fun, I did see somebody explain it, though. And they said that this was the reason they had a problem with it. And they said it was because the people who aren't turned off by it would have watched the match regardless. The people who are turned off by it are not watching. He goes, so what have you accomplished by using this? Yeah. You know, he's like, so it it, it was pointless to use this. I get that logic. But, I mean, again, I, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers other people simply because I'm sure that – I mean, Natalia was in it. She had to give her consent for her oh, father. Oh, absolutely, to be the, yeah. The feud. How many times is that? Okay, Undertaker, Paul Bearer, CM Punk, because yeah. with the um, the whole year after Eddie Guerrero died. Yeah, and I mean the match was fine. It wasn't amazing or anything like that. It was, it was, you know, it was long too. It was long. Yeah, it was long. Yeah, speaking of, speaking <laughs> of matches, and and the next couple of matches, even though they're around like 10, 12 minutes. It just felt long. Finn Balor defeating Drew McIntyre with help from Dolph Ziggler. Well, nothing was happening in that one on a match full on a match. Jeez, on a card full of gimmicks. When yeah. you're the one without a gimmick, it feels a little weird sometimes, you know, especially if you don't have a lot of hype behind you. Yeah. Which you didn't. And oh, way, oh, wait, by the way, the wrong guy won. Yeah. For the wrong effing reason. Yeah. Now, I will give them credit for this because at least when Finn was being interviewed in the back, he was angry about it. He was like, I don't know what the hell Dolph Ziggler was doing out there. He needs to stay out of my business, yada, yada, yada. Dolph is giving him a hard time. Yeah. They feud. Clearly, it's going to be a, tr- a three way feud, which we've I've had enough of. No, no. Let's just. I don't uh, need that again. I don't need another one. Finn needs momentum. He Finn has needs momentum. So does Drew. Yeah. And so Drew doesn't need to be tied up in this. No. They could really, honestly, they should have just kept Drew away from this and let Finn and Dolph feud. Yeah. And Drew move on to something else. But whatever. Yeah, just a mismatch. Um, but the match was the match was fine. It was okay. It wasn't amazing. It yeah. Did, again, he didn't really get to kick into that next gear. No, no. Yeah. So it was fine. 
uh, in the chairs match, Rey Mysterio defeating Randy Orton. I mean, a good match. It just wasn't amazing. Yeah. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, Kalisto and Baron Corbin still hold the record for the they best do. chairs match yeah. I've ever seen. So Yeah, know. there wasn't a lot of like sick bumps in this match. but There was some cool stuff. Uh, but I, I mean, I did like how it ended. You know, because he was setting. I up like Ray's baseball slide. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thing, that was or the, yeah. the not the baseball slide, but you know what I mean. The he was With slid the on his yeah. belly like a yeah. boogie board out of the ring onto uh, Randy Orton. That was pretty. That cool. that was pretty cool. I'll, I'll give him that. Because Ray still looks great. Yeah, Ray still looks great. I'm glad yeah. that Orton cut his hair down because he was starting to look really weird for a while. He he was not quite as dumb looking as John Cena, but he was getting. <laughs> I I will say this because I don't know what's next for these two other than fighting each other again. Um, because it's almost like the senior division. Because like Orton lately, has he's been yeah. fighting, uh, you know, Hardy. He's been, you know, fighting like all the guys. You know, he doesn't have like a youngster to the fight legends division to, to put him over. Yeah, but which, which isn't bad. Which I get with like you know Triple H and Kane and Undertaker. Like they're not going to come out and fight. You know, squash Finn Balor. Well, Kane did that, but um, I was gonna say maybe don't say that's not going to happen because then it will. Because <laughs> <laughs> then so next week Triple H will come out and beat up Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because you said it'll happen. Yeah. Um, get the shovel out. It's a real bummer because Triple H is real high on Finn, so you expect more to be happening with him. Yeah. However, comma, Triple H isn't running the show, so not going to happen. Exactly. All right, uh, in the women's uh, Raw Championship match, Ronda Rousey defeating Nia Jax. A pretty decent match. Uh, Ronda looked no, great. yeah, Ronda looked great. Ronda is, every time I see her, she seems a little improved. Well, because she did new stuff in this match, which I really she liked. She did new stuff in this match. And not even just that she did new stuff in this match, but like, don't get me wrong, she still doesn't look as smooth as like her selling as as other people. Like she doesn't have the stereotypical WWE wrestler bump style. Yeah. Which is because she's not. Yeah. You know, she was somebody who didn't know how to take bumps. It's more like Hawk from like Legion of Doom Road Warriors. Sort of. I mean, but her but see, her her selling style looks like she's in a real fight because yeah. it's awkward. You know, it's not always pretty the way she falls, the way she bumps, the way she you know. And I dig that about her. But this looked the most coordinated she'd been through the whole thing. It was still different. But it didn't look so awkward that she looked like she might hurt herself. The high cross body. Oh my god, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. That'll be a highlight they show of her yeah. for months now. Because that I mean, that was straight up Jimmy Superfly Snooka style. Like hands out in the perfect yeah. place. Yeah. Legs kicked back in the exact right. I mean, that was beautiful. Beautiful. Because I see those movies sometimes. It's like, eh, you know, not effective or effective. Yeah. Nailed it. And, and maybe because of the, just the angle and maybe the size of Nia, it just worked. Yeah, I don't know. Where it just looked so believable. I don't know. It was a good match. Um, the punches, uh, you know, the, the rollovers and the submission. I mean, she was she was good. She was you good. Know, we, we knew the outcome. To Before do, it know, happened, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. But it was still a good match. Yeah. Uh, and, and the match was pretty good, especially maybe the last like five or ten minutes. Daniel Bryan uh, defeating AJ Styles. Oh, such a good match. Yeah, such a good second match. best match of the night. I, I really truly enjoyed this match. It, yeah. was, it was so good. The heel Daniel Bryan is is yeah. amazing right now. Yes, yes, so. uh, and amazing for the crowd too because of the fact that they're not you know, they're booing this guy, and it, yeah. it's because we no we want to like you, and then when you you know basically. You know, put the audience down and fickle and everything else, and bring us the Daniel Bryan of the ROH, which I was waiting for when he was. Ahead of, I think it was when AJ was over the ropes, and he's like, "I got to a five. You know, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> and the infamous video, which you can find on YouTube, where who's the African who he's wrestling in? That? I don't remember at this but, point, but you know, it was a long time ago. Dad. Yeah, but 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 we, you know, but that's an old Daniel Bryan video or Christopher Daniels or whatever he was back. Christopher Bryan, what what was he back then? Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Thank you very Why'd much. You, Christopher. I don't know. Where the hell are you pulling these names from? No, I was thinking so. But anyway, so there's an old video of him and where he says F5, um, but not move F5. Uh, oh, good Lord. Just go watch the video. Yeah, go watch <laughs> the video. All right. And the 
most probably disappointing match of the night. I, you and I might differ on this. Dean Ambrose uh, defeating Seth No, Rollins. it was probably the most disappointing match of the night because it was the one I was really hopeful for, like a really good match. Yeah. This is one. What's funny is Ray and and Orton didn't need a chairs match. This match could have used a gimmick. Yeah, because um, this is a feud, a blood feud. People will argue me about this all day, and I will maintain this till the day I die. Dean Ambrose is not an entertaining bell-to-bell wrestler in standard wrestling matches. He gets exciting in like the last five, ten minutes, but he does not. He's not exciting for the beginning of the matches. He's not all that intriguing to watch, especially not when he's on prolonged periods of offense in a normal match because he's just. It's just not interesting. It's lethargic. It's it's. Some people call it deliberate. I call it boring. This um, is a boring match. This is you know, like, and with D, I like the idea of Dean as a bad guy. I really do, but he needs to be more vicious, less deliberate wrestling hold guy. You know what I mean? But, but this is the Dean we've had for the last couple of weeks with the gas mask or whatever yeah. else, and you know this the, the yeah. burning the jacket. And or I mean, whatever. the crowd was chanting "boring." Yeah, at Dean Ambrose yeah. and Seth Rollins. Yeah, and a Becky point that out. And, and a Becky chant. Yeah, came out like how did that feel, Seth Rollins. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you oh, know. Seth acknowledged it the next <laughs> night on Raw. He yeah. was really disappointed. Um, the match, I'm sorry, the match was boring. Yeah, the, it was it was oh it was okay in the fact that they hit all their stuff and and you know it was it was whatever. But and it, and it the, I enjoyed the finish because again it was Seth Rollins who cost himself the title. Yeah, it but was Dean clean, got the clean win. Clean we should win, have brought that up with Daniel Bryan too. Yeah. Clean win there. I like yes. this. These heels getting clean wins. I. For that alone, I will give this match a passing grade simply because they need them. Yeah. We need more heels who win deliberately clean. Yeah, because it helps out it helps out the heel more because yeah. it, it makes you more. And then like, it oh. means more when the good guy finally wins. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah this was just uh, – I, I don't know where they go from here. I mean, I'm sure they get one more match. This should have been a gimmick match. Uh, on, on a gimmick no, they needed a gimmick for this. They and, needed um, a gimmick for this. And it, if they have one more match, now they need a gimmick on a not gimmick yeah. pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't know about so, that. Yeah. Uh, and then the main event of the evening. Oh, I'm Wait, sorry. Right, d- Dave, Dave, don't step on my toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step on my toes here. <clears throat> and now for the main event of the evening. There you go. There you go. And the <laughs> triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Asuka defeating Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. The match of the night, if Absolutely. not the match of the year. Absolutely match of the night. Holy crap, those women tore the house down. Yeah. Um, Charlotte was outstanding. The they all were outstanding. The Charlotte, they were but, all great, but the standout yeah, was Charlotte. Yeah, she was yeah. fantastic. She yeah, was fantastic. the pumps that the Oscar put it through the table. And, uh, the and sickest the, one was the Becky Lynch one. Yeah, on the table. Oh on the yeah, outside. With, with Charlotte goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought like, was, I thought she was really hurt. Yeah, like yeah. that was. And then I mean, my she has cardio like her dad. Yeah, she has she has air for days. This yeah. shit, it's amazing to me how long she can go and not look weird. Yeah, but, and not just be laying around for the entire match either. And it's like, and not like, this is not in a funny way, but it seemed like everything that, like, she tried to do that was physical almost, like, didn't happen. Like, when she tried to spear Asuka and, like, the wall didn't completely break, you know, yeah. which helps to fall. The table, not breaking when Becky jumps on her. That was so Because I've seen some other angles where Becky bounces off of her because the table didn't go down with mm-hmm. her. I yep. mean, some people say it's a botch. No, the table botched because yeah. had that which table had nothing broke. to do with Becky and her. <laughs> yeah, that had nothing yeah. to do with it. Those things are gimmick to fall away yeah. from them, and they didn't. Really, you should be able to kind of push on those things effectively and yeah. push them down. But I mean, um, everybody took their whips. You know, the, the kendo stick coming out, yeah, and, and uh, right. you know, the chair shots, and and the women were vicious. And like, see, this is something that yeah. I feel like the men are missing that the women aren't right now. And that's this sense of the women are out there to prove that they can be in, in, yeah. in, 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 uh, in 
what's the word I'm looking for? Entertaining and uh, uh, um, entrancing and just make you want to watch. Make you seem like they're being vicious. They are fighting for whatever they're doing. And a lot of the guys' matches now, particularly with the gimmick matches you could see, yeah. this stuff looked really contrived. Like, it looked like there's too much setup for a lot of it. So it's not as... You don't feel the urgency that the women show. Yeah. You know? I mean, these girls, when they get the kendo stick, they're freaking swinging. Yeah. They are swinging. You know? And those girls have to hope the other one turns the right way so they hit them in the right part. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, is, it, it is vicious to watch, and it's one of the reasons they're hotter than the men right now. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte's dive on, on the Becky on, 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 through the table, and I thought, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, like, who, like they, who, are they both going to get up from that? I mean, yeah. it's just it's an outstanding match. Uh all the, three women deserve uh, a bow. Yeah, uh, congrats to Oscar for finally being Oscar and letting her. She looked really good in the match. Yeah. Every woman, every all three of them looked really good in the match. Yeah, um, and you know, other than I thought maybe Becky winning, I mean, definitely uh, the other right person won. Right uh, with Oscar winning the title because whatever they're setting up for with Ronda and Becky, if it's going to be WrestleMania, we do know that Becky and Oscar are going to face at the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. which is. You know, because people are like, oh, Becky's going to go in the Rumble and win it, and here they are now saying. And she still may be in the Rumble, yeah. but, I mean, we know at this point she's at least in a singles match, yeah. so maybe not. Yeah. I'm thinking, I mean, I'm thinking maybe she, uh, maybe what ends up happening is she has to get her, she has to get her way into the match somehow. With, I See, and my, my concern here is that they're just rebuilding to Charlotte and. And Ronda. And Ronda yeah. for WrestleMania. I don't want that. No. I do, at the very least, I want a three-way. Yeah, at the very least, if you give me just Charlotte and Ronda, I'm gonna be furious. Like the fans, and here's my thing: don't blame Ronda for that. Yeah, if that's what ends up happening, blame them. And you know, and, and I don't want to tell you to boo Charlotte, but like, don't be booing Ronda and cheering Charlotte. Yeah, you know, that's not yeah. Ronda's fault. They did that. Yeah, I'm sure Ronda would love to face Becky, and they're the ones with the, the storyline that's really hot. Yeah, yeah. Which I love the fact you know people complain about the uh, the yeah. brand separation. I'm wondering. Thank if- God we have the brand separation because they don't see each other, mm-hmm. and this is building up so much that you know having at a pay per view with Ronda coming down and I am and wondering if we maybe get Ronda and Charlotte at the pay per view if that gets announced. I, maybe that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Maybe that's what they do, or they could even do them the pay per view between WrestleMania yeah. and you know what I mean, something along those lines. Yeah, Elimination Chamber or No Way or Roadblock or whatever. whatever they the, do. the eight thousand pay per views before WrestleMania. Yeah. So what do you think of the show? How would you grade it? Uh, you know, those two matches were really good. The TLC match and AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan were really, really good. Yeah. Everything else was, was generally speaking, everything else was okay. It was right around there. It was right around okay. Um, I mean, there's uh, one match I would go back and watch, yeah. which is the main event. I, mean, I think conservatively, I'm going to be objective about this because really those two matches kind of carried the whole show. Yeah. I'm going to say like a seven, seven and a half. I agree with you. Seven yeah. and a half, yeah. about where I would be with that. Seven right about that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. what I agree. Yeah. So. yeah, not bad. There's your grade for the pay-per-view, okay. and uh, that's it for TLC. And coming up, we're going to dive into the listener mail, which, oh boy, one of you took really big advantage of. So we'll talk about that coming up. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like Seth Rollins. Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. The Miz. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, something, another thing? Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps. And we're back, and let's dive into the uh, listener mail quickly here. We have several, and... (laughs) A lot of them are uh, let's start. Josh McGinnis, he wants to know about ROH Final Battle. He says, I won't ask specifics because I know it's too much to ask for you guys to watch that as well. But I'm watching Dalton Castle against Matt Taven. 
six hours after reading on Dirk Sheet, I like how this is timed, that yeah. WWE is interested in Dalton Castle. What do you think about that? Do you think WWE is interested in Dalton Castle, the character, or Dalton Castle, the athlete? And would they change his gimmick if they signed him? I think that depends. Um, because with a lot of guys, it's always kind of a you, you never really know at first what they're going to do with them. Yeah. I remember there was a lot of concern at first that WWE was going to try and change Samoa Joe. Um, He's probably the guy who probably had the least amount of changing because, like, some of the guys come in, like Bobby Lashley. Almost almost none of them had any changing. I yeah. mean, you know, we're talking ROH signees here. AJ was left pretty much as AJ. Yeah. Yeah. Samoa Joe, keep his name. Yeah. Samoa Joe was left as Samoa Joe. Um, Adam Cole, Adam Cole. I mean, that hasn't really. Roderick Strong, same thing. They even call him the Messiah of the Backbreaker or whatever, which is his moniker from there. Um, Kyle Fish, Bob, uh, Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. I mean, all of those guys are kind of letting him be their guy, and they're kind of sticking with the gimmicks they've had. Um, yeah, if they get to keep the name, I think they keep the gimmick. My thing is the Dalton Castle. I do think they're interested in the performer. The name may not be something he gets to keep because it's not his name. That's the catch. Yeah. Um, some of these guys, it's their actual name, which is why they get to keep it. But um, Dalton Castle is not his name. His real name is like Brett Geel or something yeah, like that. Brett, yeah, Brett, uh, yeah. I could see them going with Brett something else. You know what I mean? I would like love even maybe Brett Castle or, or you know, Dalton or Dal- Dalton Geel. Or, no, they won't do that. Can you get him with his six-man tag team partners? Because just the whole thing, you know, like a little... Uh... You probably could. I don't know if they'll go that route. But I think the flamboyant character is kind of what they'd like about him. Yeah. You know, I could see him when... If they sign him, I could see him replacing Dream on NXT when NXT when Dream goes up. Not the exact same, but just yeah. in that yeah, there'd be another character on there who's quite out there. Well, he does know? wear the purple and the capes quite well. So He does wear them quite well. Lots of uh, feathers, too. <laughs> um, but in any event, uh, so I think you might see a, a little change here. And I think primarily it would be the name. Yeah. Might see change. yeah. But other than that, I think they, they kind of I think they want him for the character he is. Um, Josh also said TLC main event. Holy bleep. Yeah, Which, yeah, I pretty much agree with that. Uh, Josh also said call ups. Is it safe to say that all the call ups are essentially the same character? All great talent. I don't know what that means. All great talent with no place in the title picture, so they can ideally help the main roster more than low mid carding NXT. I don't really. Well, get well, what the same character. The same are, character. Are they going to come up as like the same kind of person, or are they going to get like a, oh, oh, a slight oh, change? Yeah, they're going to be the same. You know, people. you know, the Drifter when like Elias came up, or you know, some of that's these. That's kind of what he did in NXT too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's you know, no way, Jose. I oh, think... that was another bust this year. Yeah, who cares? That was going to be a bust no matter. We what. knew that. Yeah. Now he's just in catering. I think most of them will be their same characters. Um, at least I hope so. Because you know, they're all yeah, the... don't change Nikki Cross, please don't. Yeah, no, just leave him as is. Leave him as is. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, I do think they'll help. Provided the main roster takes them seriously, I do think they'll be more useful on the main roster than they are at the mid-card of NXT, simply because NXT has so many people they're bringing in and putting out all the yeah. time. They don't need the all of them there. No, uh, one thing he didn't mention, we didn't mention this earlier, is uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are two guys that kind of need some character rehab a little bit as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Owens when he's a champion and you make him a wuss. Right. And, I don't know. Let's, um, let, let's say maybe the same that was in TLC or TLC NXT. I was gonna say he wasn't there. Today. Um, <laughs> Left eye. And then he, Josh, also said, uh, "Sorry for blowing up your inbox this week." No, don't say sorry. We're totally cool with yeah, it. Yeah, we, we love it. I wish other people would take your example and blow up our inbox. We'd love to hear from more of you guys. And clearly, you're listening. We see the numbers. Somebody downloaded one episode ninety times. I don't know. Yeah, just send us emails for Pete's sake. Uh, the internet's the most opinionated place in the world. Don't tell me you don't have thoughts. Uh, he said, I knew before SmackDown Live started that I would see a Sanity run-in to put them over before Nikki gets there. Do you guys expect big-ish things from them now? 
Uh, expect, no. Hope, yes. This is the change we have. Uh, this We're going to see stuff you never seen before uh, until the, we screwed up. When I say is, well, I, I, you can't go in with that motto, because if you go into that motto, you're just going to complain about everything. you got to hope they're going to cha- make actual changes. Yeah. Um, again, I, I don't expect big things necessarily, because, again, it's a tag team, and that's never really been their M.O., but I'm hoping that we get more of a, re- a focus on sanity and allow them to be a little more chaotic and, and entertaining as they were on the, the NXT roster. You, you know, I wonder with the tag teams, because, like, when the New Day, you know, first formed and, like, nobody cared, and then they became great heels because mm-hmm. cause this was a situation where I think WWE was like, well, crap, like, nobody's liking you guys. I think, like, that kind of, like, helped the division because there's lots of times where the division gets so stale. There's great teams, but either they fight each other too much or, you know, they're, it's just not spread out in the, the way. New Day and Usos. Yeah. Who fought each other far too much at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's hard to believe, believe the bar has been together for, has it been two years now? Yeah, something like that, yeah. 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 And uh, moving on to Corey Parrish, who said, overall, I think TLC was a good show. All of the matches that needed time got time. All the matches that needed to be short were short. Essentially, yeah. I especially liked what they did with Braun and Corbin, allowed Braun to win without actually competing, and the fact that he pointed out that he couldn't be counted out because there was no DQ. It was actually nice to see a babyface be smart one time. That was my comment, not his. Hey, by the way, I, no. on, that, on that note, <laughs> Heath Slater, yeah. who we forgot to mention too, yeah. who got uh, uh, some Muppets, um, was counting for Braun to come out. When the music hit, why did he stop counting? Didn't he have ten, a count of 10 to get to the ring? Yeah, he did, but I think it was the, the idea that he was never going to show up. Yeah, but then you when the music I mean? started, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like Braun had it. I mean, I get no, it, but, but if I Braun Strowman shows <laughs> up, I'm gonna do what I think Braun Strowman wants me to do at yeah, that point. Yeah. Um, by the way, there's a storyline they blew through, um, yeah. the Heath Slater thing that could have yeah. gone on, but whatever. Uh, I didn't expect Balor to go over McIntyre. Me neither. Nope. AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan was good. Yep. Understatement. The crowd was real. The crowd really sucked though. Seth versus Dean was a good match. I don't see what their problem was. Really sucked the life out of the match. See, I- I'm gonna disagree. I think the. I think that match sucked the life out of the crowd. Yes, and I also think the placement on the card didn't help either. Didn't help either. It, was, it was almost like a come down match because you came yeah. out with a great match, and then you like, and then at that point, everybody's waiting for the main event. Uh, he said maybe the placement sucked being right after AJ and Daniel Bryan, but whatever. Oh. Of course, the women's TLC match stole the show. I had heard people saying there was a rumor Oscar would win it by the way it happened. Further, another storyline while putting the belt on someone who should have had it much longer ago. Agreed. I don't love that she needed Ronda to come out and help her win. But at the same time, you're furthering that storyline, and Asuka finally seems to be like she's she's finally being focused on, and that's yeah, important. yeah. Well, yeah, Ron, no, for for Asuka to win, and this is not to take away her win, but I mean to further Becky and Charlotte and Ronda, right? That needed to happen. And he says, now what I'm hoping uh, what they do with our truth is that when they have the women's rumble first, or is that they have the women's rumble first, and he comes out at number thirty, thinking he's in that rumble, gets eliminated. So when we get to the men's rumble, he doesn't show up in number thirty as a surprise. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, I would actually love it if he did show up in the Women's Rumble and be confused. Yeah. Um, just you go out there. Happen. That would be It would be pretty entertaining. And you could get somebody like Nia or somebody to throw him out, you know. It just means we're going to get a dance break. So. <laughs> so you put your head down and shit. So, well, we are. So. Hey, at least you're doing something with our truth. I know. I don't care. He's like 90. It doesn't matter to me. Um. Yeah. Let's. Okay. So. Anyways, that's it. And was the last time that dude won a pay per view match before or last time? <laughs> has he ever won a pay per view match? I'm sure he has at some point. I'm sure he know. has. He has like, to have won one at some. Like, point. Well, we we talked about this was one time where Becky went like a whole year without winning a pay per view match. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
Well, she was also not on a lot of those pay-per-views, too, no. so it didn't help that regard either. Yeah. Um, neither was he for a long time, but what are you going to do? Yeah. So in any event, yep, that's uh, that's our listener mail. Again, if you want to get in touch with us, it's easy. These guys did it. You can do it. ESPR at FM99.com. And remember, you can follow us, Facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99. Follow us, love us, like us, talk to us. We miss you. And um, then on top of that, you can find us on all your podcast apps. Just search ESPR. Super easy for that. So that's this week, episode 79. I don't even know if I said that at the beginning. It's episode 79. Yeah, 79. And that means that next week we'll be... Episode eighty. Yes, we'll look back. Why the hell are we still doing this? Yeah, I don't know. Look, look. We'll look back at the year. We'll uh, talk. Yep. What, are we, is this our? Is this our new Japan or Dragon? Oh, Gate it might show? be. We'll have to look into that. Not Dragon Gate. Right. Wrestle Kingdom, which is no, Wrestle Japan. King. Dragon okay. Gate. Get out of here. All right. In any event, uh, Merry um, Christmas, Happy New Year. Um, yeah, that's, that's, all the holidays you celebrate. Some have already happened. So some have. I yeah. don't know which ones. Yeah. but some have. But Christmas is still coming. Regardless out, so. of when you listen to this, some may have already happened as yeah, well. I mean, exactly. So either pre-Merry Christmas or post-Merry Christmas. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, in any event, uh, have a happy holiday. Everybody be safe, and we will see you next week on Episode 80 of Eat Sleep Podcast. And repeat. Repeat.